0: So we'll go in introductions, um, how we know each other, and then we'll just talk candidly about this shit show of getting friends as adults.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's do it.
0: All right. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, h and this is What's the Move, H-Matic. I am back with another episode. Today's episode features my good friend, Katia, and we're talking about genuine friendship building as adults. Now, we know it's a struggle out here trying to make friends. Everybody's busy. Stuff is happening. We're growing. We're getting older. It's just a lot of factors involved. So we wanted to tackle that with a few questions, and that's exactly what we did. We also talked a little bit about how we've been personally building our friendship, even though we've known each other since high school. So I'm not going to waste any more of y'all's time with this intro. Y'all just tune in and let me know what you think. Katia, will you introduce yourself?
1: Hello, my name is Katia Montgomery. I'm currently serving as a school counselor in the, I want to say, greater Memphis area. That's what I'm going to say keep it a little PG not tell everybody exactly where I'm exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> safety is important out here absolutely and I'm actually starting my training to do something else I'm gonna let y'all know that a little bit later
0: oh we might have to chat mm-hmm. offline oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. congrats on that thank you and so how do we know each other
1: Okay, so it's really, to me, and help me fill in the blanks, because gaps. So we met in high school, and we were cool in high school. Like, we were friendly, but it was never like, oh, Heather's, like, my best friend ever, and I'm going to call Heather, and we're going to kick it. But we had mutual friends, and I think it was at Bree Bree's Wedding, or around Bree Bree's Wedding. Um, shout out to Brie Brie yes we became closer and then Gary's wedding just skyrocketed right that was it (laughs) so what's that 2016 well we met each other in what 20 or excuse me 20 2005 6 and then skyrocketed in 28 19 yeah because we didn't go to the same middle school did we Mm, yeah, nope. okay. I didn't go to middle school with any of y'all and everybody already had all their friends and whatnot. And I was
0: like, well, oh, that's right. I'm the new kid. Yes. yes. We talked about this yes. when we were at Gary's yes. wedding. I forgot about it. Yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um I think that you got most of the parts. And I feel like with every single person I know, or I won't say every single person, but with a lot of people I know, there are always gaps of how exactly we got cool. It's always mm-hmm. this point of I knew who you were to that's my ace boom coon and it's like where's the stuff in between and so I definitely know that in undergrad or not in undergrad sorry in high school we hung out in the same mm-hmm. cruise and so we were at mm-hmm. a lot of the same functions so like I can look back at pictures from high school and my girl Katia is in the pictures but exactly. you're, you're right that we weren't really on that like one on one real cool friend basis but Mm we was always kicking it and with the mutual friends and stuff and then um at Brianna's wedding when we started talking again I think our friendship escalated and now I think we've developed our own friendship which is great and I hope that it will continue to grow because I fool with you tough.
1: I do too. I fool (laughs) with you tough too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's all I got. I I was like, there's nothing else that I can fill in. That's That's the gist of it. And I was like,
1: even like in the different crews of friends, because I had like Germantown friends and then I had like White Station friends. Mm -hmm. You are always present. So I was (laughs) like, okay. (laughs) Well, that's just Heather. Hey, girl. (laughs)
0: And that's the thing about me. Like, I had so many different friend groups. That's one thing Gary would always tell me about myself. He'd be like, you always hung out with a lot of different crews. Uh, because mm-hmm. I really did. Like, I had a church crew. I had a crew in Germantown. I had several crews in Germantown. Then I had my white station folks I kicked it with. I just got around the city and was just hanging out with all kind of folks and meeting folks everywhere. Which makes it very odd now that I'm struggling to make friends Mm mm-hmm don't it Now I was kind of
1: oh maybe I like to think of myself as an introvert but anybody who has ever met me will tell you that I spoke to Mm. them first (laughs) so I I'm weird in the way that I know how to talk to people but I choose not to like it scares me like walking up to a stranger and being like hey let's just talk about anything under the sun and let's be actual friends. It's it's real scary. Actually, a couple of weeks ago, I went to an event here in Memphis and afterwards, everybody was like walking around and mingling and I was like, just standing there with my water bottle and my mimosa and I was like, okay, am I <laughs> gonna talk to somebody here? Let me look around the room. And like people were in little cliques and I didn't walk up to any clicks or anything, but there was a girl who was standing really mm, about seven feet away from me. And she was just eating her little snacks. And I was like, so how'd you find out about this? (laughs) That's how you started. It's
0: like the most random conversation. It's like, so we're here together. Like what's going on?
1: Right. And so she ended up telling me that she moved to Memphis from Chicago about a year and a half ago. She was struggling to make friends. She found out about this event through, I think her boyfriend ended up seeing it somewhere and telling her she should probably try to do it. Because she was interested in, to, in the um, content. And while we were there, we just kind of sparked a, a mini budding friendship. I won't call it a friendship okay. yet, but a very surface
0: level. We got common interests. Now, did y'all exchange information so that y'all can contact each other at a later date?
1: And so ah. nice, we didn't. What we did instead was so. It was, um like, this one girl hosted an, an event, and she puts them on monthly. And so we were like, okay, so are you coming to the next one? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'm coming. But that was before we, you know, mm-hmm. all of this stuff happened. But right, with COVID-19.
0: ruined but all our plans.
1: We were both like, yeah, girl. So we were like, yeah, I'll come to the next one. And we were saying, okay, I'll see you there. So mm-hmm. friends in that arena matter. Because it's like, it was okay. a yoga workshop. And so, it was like, I was at the front, and I was, like, all by myself. And I was, like, well, shit, the instructor ain't going to tell us nothing but to move up anyway. Let me just prop my net up right here in the front so I don't have to do any moving. But that was very scary, being up front all by myself. And then everybody's, like, coming in with their little clicks and crews. And I'm, like,
0: yep, let me just scroll on Instagram. Right. smiling people. Look friendly. Maybe somebody will approach me, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I don't have to approach them. Yay!
1: Yes yes
0: like let me just look approachable I don't think it worked out too well because nobody said anything to me. and so you said that you're an introvert now you knowing me mm-hmm. do you think I'm an introvert or an extrovert no you're an extrovert and so that's 100%. what everybody would say like I think you could have a conversation
1: with a door
0: and the the funny like, part I about really that is that that's what everybody would say and I consider myself to be an introvert in a lot of ways and I think that it depends on the circumstances which you met me under because like if I'm meeting Mm -hmm. you within a crowd even if it's like me and just one other person Mm -hmm. I'm automatically that inclusive person and I want people to feel apart because I know I don't enjoy it when I don't feel apart and so I like go out Mm -hmm. of my way to make sure that people are embraced and so like people are like you can talk to anybody and that's true like I will try to go up to anyone and I will get that confidence from being in a group but if I'm by myself I'm like really Mm -hmm. observant really shy it still makes me kind of anxious when I'm with a group to like go up to people but it just depends on the circumstances and I would think that since I've moved away from Memphis, I've noticed even more how much of an introvert I am and how shy I am in some ways. Cause it's like, I have to have mm-hmm. that time to myself to recharge and then having to go to things by myself. I'm always like, ah, like you said, am I going to talk to people or am I just going to kick it in the corner? Hmm, That's exactly it. And so yes. I guess I
1: have a question for you. What do you think has been your biggest barrier
0: besides actually talking to people, I guess. Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: So I think that one of my biggest barriers has been my wild work hours. So I work in higher education and Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of the programming on campus. And so my schedule is not very consistent depending on the weekend or the day. If we're having programs, I may be there late. And so that has prevented me in a way from going out to certain events and going and intentionally trying to meet people. And so a lot of times if I'm not at work or I'm not at church, I'm at the house and I'm kicking it with me and the cat. So I think that that's probably Mm -hmm. my largest barrier is that I don't even get out the house as often as I normally would when I was living in Memphis and things. And I still love to go to those events, but I think sometimes I'm just exhausted and I want that time to myself. Yeah. What would you say?
1: All right. I would say intent and trusting okay. people. So okay. I could start a conversation with you, but if I don't feel like, I don't know, friendly vibes, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, this is too much. Like I'm pulling teeth trying to get you to talk to me. And then I sit in my head a lot and I'm like, what are they thinking about me? Because I'm really trying to start something here and they're kind of like hesitant. So that's the thing. But Intent and trust. So it's like you start talking to somebody and you find out the people that they know, and then you're like, "Wait a minute, you're like best friends with someone who hated me for most of mm-hmm. my formative years," and that's that's kind of off-putting to me. Like I feel like you already knew me before we started having this conversation, and now you're getting to know me. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't trust people easily, or or as easily as I have previously. Mm.
0: So yeah i I can see that being a real barrier and then sometimes like when you're thinking those things about how they already know you and have these uh uh, thoughts about you Mm -hmm. they may be thinking nothing be like oh this is real cool or be like me and i may not even remember sometimes that i've known people in Mm -hmm. the past and then i all of a sudden i'll be like Mm -hmm. oh my god i knew this person when i was 10 years old we went to the same summer camp because that's happened in real life before Somebody added me on Facebook (laughs) and I was like, oh, they look familiar. And like, I began to know them in this different space. And then all of a sudden, one day we were in the same space and my mind just clicked and was like, wait, we went to summer camp together. And they were like, yeah, that's why I added you. Like we knew each other. I was like, ooh, I didn't remember. I'm sorry.
1: Exactly. But I always think, like my mom told me a long time ago, that I think the sun rises Mm. and falls on me. And my overthinking in that moment is a clear depiction of exactly my mom or my mom's exact words. Because I'm like, oh, this all happened back in 2003. And I know you know it. And then the person's like, no, I really didn't know at all.
0: Yeah, so, I know that struggle.
1: If I got out of my
0: own head, then maybe I could make more friends. In a I'm day a day? big overthinker too, maybe. though, so I understand. I'm who yeah. I'll be thinking about all kind of stuff. Well, I think I posted the other day on Facebook. No, not Facebook. On Instagram, somebody shared it and I reshared it, and it was like uh something along the lines of "Stop." thinking all these things or whatever and hurting your own feelings. And I'm like, damn, if that ain't me, mm-hmm. cause I'll be thinking about all these scenarios mm-hmm. and then next, year, you know, my feelings hurt. Ain't nothing happened. And I'm like, what's going on?
1: Yeah, I do wow. that too.
0: <laughs> so it's like, I'm just sitting over
1: here in my thoughts and I've made a person in my head mad three yeah. ways to Sunday. And I'm like, Hesitant to reach out to them, and I'm feeling real remorseful. And like, why are you acting funny? I was like, I really thought you were mad at me. Uh, No, not at all. Why would I be mad? Well, you didn't talk to me because of this girl. Communication is something that I have been consistently working on for the past 20 some odd years, and it is constantly getting better. Because if you just ask people, like, hey, this is a little weird. I felt this what happened with you did you feel this i felt this when this happened right
0: and then it gives you permission to move on from the situation because you actually know what it is Mm -hmm. and you're not filling in the space with your own Mm -hmm. assumptions oh
1: child biggest problem
0: filling in 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 the space space. (laughs) you get one clue now you got a whole storyline a chapter book if you will (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so you
0: mentioned that about being intentional with building these friendships. And so, what would you say that you've done mm-hmm. to be intentional about expanding your circle as an adult?
1: I'm a flake. Why mother. you say that? Like, <laughs> I'm a flake because I am a flake. If you went today is Monday, if you were to invite me to something on Saturday. I'm all in right now, completely. Let's do it. Saturday rolls around, and I'm like, oh, I forgot that I said I was going to do that.
0: I'm Mm -hmm. not really
1: feeling it. Let me just let them know I'm not coming. That's, and even while I'm being intentional on trying to like be better, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still like flaking. So in college, I met 10 other girls. We all had common interests, and we all kind of like started going our different ways after undergrad. And there are a couple of us who landed here in Memphis, but we hadn't been as close as we were in college because I realized I was friends
0: with other flights. <laughs> <laughs> so all y'all was canceling so, plans.
1: <laughs> I mean, left and right. And we were all like excited about canceled plans. It was awful. And so more recently, me and one of the girls have like made this intentional pact. Like, okay, look, if we're going to say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. And right now we've decided that we're going to meet up once a month and we've done it so far. It's been really fun. Like the first time we did it, we went to a trapping which (sighs) I know that was fun. Okay. Life. Then the next month we did it, we ended up going to the nail salon. Then after that, we ended up going to brunch. So it's like, okay, we're doing this. We're doing pretty well. And in between us hanging out, we actually exchange text messages about our days and what's happening. So that type of intentionality has been beneficial. That's what's up. Just making a plan and sticking to it. Something that I have not been the best at prior.
0: It's hard. What about you? I, I would almost say the same because sometimes you just have to make yourself go and... Figure Mm -hmm. out what's going to happen when you get there. Because there have been so many times where I'm even like super excited about an event. And then the day rolls around. And I'm like, ah I got an hour to get out the house. If I'm going to this, what am I going to do? And then also understanding that sometimes it is okay to just say, I don't feel like it. And to chill at the house. Because you know better than anybody else what you need in that space. But I'm trying to be intentional and actually go out. Um, I joined mm-hmm. an app called Meetup. Have you ever used Meetup before?
1: Uh-uh, Child, so
0: Meetup, think like Tinder, but for friends kind of, but not really. It's more because uh, you don't mm-hmm. like swipe on people. Now, there is that feature within Bumble, the dating app where you can just do the friends portion. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the friends portion works, but I know that they have it. But on Meetup, you basically can join these groups that are set up for different interests. So it could be anything like Mm -hmm. if you like Dungeons and Dragons, you can join the Dungeons and Dragon group. And then somebody will type in and say, hey, we're meeting up at Shoney's to play. I'm just making up a place. But we're meeting up at Shoney's to Mm -hmm. play at this time. If you're interested in coming, you can just come through and then they have ones that are like movie goers book clubs just like all kind of different interests and so right now I haven't really gotten into like the interest groups but I'm in the young black professionals group on meetup and so they'll just do a lot of stuff around the city it's really cool because a lot of them are not from the area and so everybody's kind of just trying to explore what we have to offer in the city and so they'll hit you up and say hey we're going to Uh, looming so do you know what looming is similar to knitting Yeah. Mm -mm. So we did one of those classes a couple of months ago and it was just like, hey, we got this many spots available. If you want to come check, yes, and then we'll see you there. That actually was my first event with them. And so you just kind of pop up and it's all these other people who have kind of just like popped up at the situation. And you're like, you would meet up. I would meet up. Hey. And you kind of just get to know each other. So that's been a really cool outlet for me. I've gone to maybe four or five of the outings now with them and it just gives Mm -hmm. you the opportunity to go one explore the city not by yourself but to just meet people and black people specifically within the area for me Mm -hmm. so that has been one thing that i've been very intentional about is about checking the app trying to go to some stuff and then also inviting people to stuff because i do have two really close friends here that i would consider to be like sisters at this point which is awesome Mm -hmm. and i haven't lived in this city long but I'll be intentional and say, hey, anybody want to go out for drinks? Or y'all want to go out for dinner? Or let's have this group chat real quick uh, so that I'm just not sitting at the house watching Netflix and living my best life without anybody else. Yes, because we can get real comfortable with being environment. Real comfortable.
1: <laughs> and that's not good, personally, for me. I consider myself a people person. I used to really have to talk to people all the time, so, like, This week, I've been cleaning my Mm -hmm. house and I would not be able to get anything done if I did not have someone over here like sitting on my bed talking to me or if I wasn't on the phone as I was doing it. And through the years, the amount of people who are available has, you know, waned off a little bit. So I've had to do it by myself. And now when someone calls me, I'm like, well, let me stop and pay attention to this conversation because I obviously cannot do what I'm doing if we're on the phone. The things have changed a whole
0: lot. Whole making moves positive moves <laughs>
1: yes so i do have a question for you now because you said you ended up meeting these two people that you can mm-hmm. as sisters you met them there
0: yeah so we actually um met through our employment kind of and so we kind of just clicked in mm-hmm. clicked and have built i think a really good friendship over the uh, the months, so that's how that kind of happened. It wasn't anything that I personally intentionally did. We just happened to be in the same space at the same time and ended up continuing conversation. Oh my goodness! So you said you got you made friends
1: at your job. That has been the biggest hurdle since I got into my career is making genuine friends. Really? Job. Yes. So I work in education and for some odd reason, okay, it's not odd. I'm on an island. So as a school counselor, I'm not really a teacher. I'm like more I'm closer mm-hmm. to admin. But in admin's eyes, I'm closer to a teacher because I'm not really yep. admin. So I'm on an island all by myself. Anything I want to talk about to anybody, I have to either do it with another school counselor. Or I have to do it with my friends. Because if I talk to admin about it, then it becomes a bigger issue. And if I talk to teachers about it, then it becomes me giving privy information to people who don't need it. And so I'm just like, ah, at a big loss. But at my first school that I went to, everybody was like so closed off and I guess hesitant is the word I want to say to talk to me. Now, granted, I was the second counselor at that school. So I did have someone else I could talk to. I could talk to the other school counselor. But she was like best friends with the um, PLC, Mm -hmm. professional learning coach at our school. And so they were like buddy-buddy all the time. They were always hanging out. And I felt excluded. So I started venturing around the building, trying to meet new teacher friends. And I couldn't. Like, I ended up getting really close to one of our SPED teachers and our speech language pathologist. So, and they had already started like a little friendship, but the SLP, she had been there for years, and me and the SPED teacher were brand new. So one day I was just walking down the hallways, looking joyful, you know, inviting people to talk to me. And she was like, oh, you look nice today. And I was like, thank you. And I went into her classroom one day because one of our kids was off the chain, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. be honest. He ran that school and when he was having a day, everybody knew about it. And so I walked in her room one day and I was just like, little Johnny has really shown his tail this morning, and it's just 8 30. So just a heads up, little Johnny coming to you a little later, you're gonna get it. And she was like, Oh my goodness, thanks for letting me know. I got she got end up getting her stuff prepped up for Lil' Johnny and From there, we had lunch that day just to, you know, check in, see how we were both doing. And we all became, like, really good friends after that. Like, we both, me and the SPED teacher, we both left that school. And we tried to have monthly meetups. They didn't really work out as well. But we still have a group text and we'll check in with each other every now and then. I was
0: just about to ask if y'all still communicate sometimes. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: every now and then it's not very often um I know that there are resources they are resources that I can use at my school because it's like okay look I have a really difficult kid doing this I'm not really close with our speed teacher can you tell me some techniques that you use in your classroom and she'll be like oh you can just try this or try that and with the SLP She's just a wealth of knowledge in general. Like, she's a soror, so I'm just like, okay, help me with this. Help me with that. Tell me how to do this. And then she's a little bit older, not a whole lot, so she kind of feels like a big sister Mm -hmm. to me. It's really a wonderful feeling being friends with them, but it's not super genuine because it's like, I can't call you and be like, hey,
0: I'm having a really bad day. Let's talk about things. Mm, So you think it's still, like, even though it's a genuine relationship is more of a professional relationship still mm-hmm. even though y'all aren't at the same mm-hmm. institution anymore. Exactly. Mm.
1: Cuz it's like their birthdays came around and I was like, "Oh, we should all go out or we should do something." And then they were both like, "Oh, well, I did this with my friends and me and my husband are doing this." And I'm just like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I'm the not married friend." Mhm. Go go be, go forth and prosper. Go be great.
0: And see, that's difficult, too, in adult relationships when you have friends that are in different stages. Because although all of you Mm -hmm. all can still be friends, go out and have these outings, it's a different stage of life when we're single, don't have any dependents and things like that. Whereas Mm -hmm. you have a husband that you need to go home to or children that you need to tend to or even second jobs, like just other things that take up your time. Mm -hmm. And it puts people in different spaces. Absolutely. Yep. And I keep up with a couple of my friends from my previous institution as well. And it's still on that note of like benchmarking, seeing what they're doing at their institution. But also we've created this genuine friendship too. And it may not be like we're best friends, but we can go out, we can have a drink, we can talk about stuff. We got like a little Snapchat group me sometimes for some of them. Um, we have a regular like text chat for some people and others are just like, catch up with here and there and so I figured that it's still genuine but I get what you're saying about some relationships still being close and still being great Mm -hmm. but being still more on that professional side like you wouldn't call them for your personal things or if shit was really going down in the situation absolutely Mm. but
1: luckily for me I went to grad school here at Mm -hmm. Mississippi and a lot of the people that I got close to still work here in Memphis. And so there's this one girl that um, we check in pretty much daily, to be honest with you. And it started super professionally and it has grown to be a little bit more per- uh, per- personal and friendly because it's like I can call her and be like, let me just tell you how everybody in my building had me messed up with <laughs> And that's how the conversation will start. And then she'll be like, girl, my mama did this, this, and this today. And I am at my wit's end. And I'm just like, girl, yes, let's just talk about it all. And in this conversation, I realized I haven't talked to her in a week. And that's probably because it was spring break last Mm -hmm. week. And I'm like, I wonder, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can just call her and just, you know, check in, see how things are going. But I wonder how long it would be between our conversations if they did not start with let me tell you what happened in my school
0: time ah so if y'all was just calling each other to literally just chit chat and check in mm-hmm. and not talk about anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. interesting yes. and then I wonder mm-hmm. like how if the other person is thinking that same thing like oh I wonder how long it would be and then nobody contacts anybody and we just sit here because we're both yes and then we're both like um but I wanted to talk to you right listen when we get off of here you need to call and be like what's up how you doing just checking in and i actually i I I had a friend do that this week so he's like i would consider he's one of those people that we've known each other for years and then there was another reconnecting point that kind of made us close and he's actually going to be on an episode that i upload sometime soon because we recorded the other day but he called me one day and i was like dang what's wrong like we we don't never really talk on the mm-hmm. phone and then i picked up and he was like what's up and i'm like hey how's it going mm-hmm. and he was like "Oh, i'm just making a point to actually check in on my people and be intentional about that he was like because we text we we check in on each other on social media he was like but i'm trying to be intentional and call folks and it was really nice like we talked for hours and just kicked it chatting about life so i say do it call see if they don't like phone calls you'll find out in that moment when you call (laughs) I understand
1: completely I tried that one time like right after we graduated I reached out to random line Mm systems and just like tried to check in but they had the same first reaction as you did and I wonder what that is like what's wrong what happened are you okay (laughs) so it's like why do we go there immediately exactly Person, I mean, we're friends. We chit chat on social media. Why can't we just chit chat outside of it too? Like we have each other's phone numbers. Why not?
0: Yeah, I don't know why that's like the first thing that comes to mind sometimes. Like even sometimes when family members call and we haven't talked on the phone in a while, I'm like, oh shoot, some going down. Let me look at flights. Like that'd be my first mind. Mm -hmm. And then it's just be like, Mm -hmm. hey girl, we ain't talked in a minute. I'm like, oh hey. I don't know why. Right. And I think that. I don't know what that is. Right. I'm such a person of routine, although I'm very spontaneous in certain aspects of my life. I'm a person of Mm -hmm. routine. And so on a daily basis, I would say there's maybe three people that I talk to almost every single day. And outside Mm -hmm. of that, it's like very, I don't know, spacey for the conversations. Like there may be people that I text every day. Or there may be people that I talk to and interact with on social media every day or almost every day, but physically sit and have a phone conversation. It's about two or three people every single day or at least every other day. And so when it's out of the norm or it's somebody that hadn't called me in a minute, I don't know. I just be like, oh, my God, this is so like out of the ordinary. But for all those listening, if you hit me up, you call me, I'm going to answer it like if I'm free. I'm not, if I'm not free, I'm not gonna answer. But if I'm free, I, I don't mind a good phone conversation. I can sit up here and chit chat for hours, literal hours. Same for me. I, it's just so crazy that in the
1: past couple of weeks, I've had people reach out to me and we've been able to have conversations that have spanned for hours. Like one of my profites ended up chit chatting with me on social media one day. And then I was like, can I text you? <laughs> she was like, yeah, sure. So from that point, we have literally every day been having a conversation. And she wasn't the first one. A couple months ago, another profile of mine, I reached out to her, actually. We were able to have, like, con- consistent conversations like that, too. But I am a person who sticks into a routine as well, Um when spontaneous things happen in my world, I'm kind of like, "What's happening
0: here? What's, right. going,
1: on? what's so, going on? What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> right. It's like, uh, did I do something? Did somebody do something to you? Do I need to go beat somebody up? <laughs> right. Not
0: beat somebody up. <laughs>
1: I was like, right. I'm joking. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Not beat somebody up. But <laughs> what's going on? Are you in trouble? Do we got a jack today? <laughs> right. Do you need me to get some bail money? What's about to go down? Oh my know. goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So I love that both of us are trying to be more intentional with actually going out and meeting people. But I want mm-hmm. you to talk a little bit to the difference between having people to hang out with versus having friends. And that
1: is the biggest thing. So, like, the person that you hang out with is someone you can just go. Like, I love playing games. Um, rec Room is my favorite place. in the world Because there's board games. There's video games. There's, like... What do they call arcade style yep. games? So it's like all types of games, and there's also wine. Like yes, sign me up. And one of my best friends from middle school, she does. Her and her husband, they sometimes do game nights. They're really sporadic, but every time they have one, I make it a point to be there. And they used to invite like a mod podge of all their coworkers, people from their gym, people that they've met out in public, and for me. I could hang out with those people in those arenas, but the only person in the room, well, there are three of us. The only people in the room that I actually feel like are my friends are the people that I knew before I got there. Mm -hmm. And the people that I can call when I want to, I can text when I want to, I can be completely out of character with, and they'll pull me back in. So there are several people that I've met in adulthood that I can just go catch a drink with or we can go talk about a watch a movie and talk about it but not necessarily like oh this is a friend this is somebody who's going to be in my life for a very long time
0: yeah I feel
1: it so oh absolutely like even the friends I made at school and at work it's like, I know that these are people that I can talk to about these certain topics. I know that we can do these certain things with, but if they invite me to something that's a little bit more intimate, I'm like, okay, what, what does this mean? Are we transcending realms here? Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Am I upgrading? Like, wait, I, it's kind of like when you go from um, on Instagram, when you go to just when you go from seeing the pink purple circle to seeing the green circle, you're like, "Wait, yeah, what? I'm a close <laughs> friend. I'm here exclusive in your right. <laughs> i don't know how anybody else feels but whenever i see that green circle i'm like oh my god
0: so honored right you be like oh it's lit here we are we at this place (laughs) right
1: we it's lit now about to get to know the real you on social media the stuff that everybody is not getting a taste of
0: yes that's so funny
1: but i think that making genuine friendships is very hard because You never know someone's intent, my first problem. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, can you even forge a real friendship with somebody being so much older? Because a lot of people say that friendship, the strength of their friendships rely on growing together or the length of time since the friendship has been established. What do you think?
0: Oh, I, I don't think it's the length. I don't think it's okay I think it's more so like if you're both willing to allow yourself to get to that vulnerable place and you all build a connection because I got friends that I've not known for long that are closer to me than people that I've known for years so Mm -hmm. yeah I don't think the length makes as much of a difference although that helps um but I think it's how how comfortable are you with that person to let your guard down that's what it really boils down to And so now my next question for you, Heather, is how does one get there with someone who's brand new? How do you get to that vulnerability point? (laughs) It takes time. And sadly, time is why a lot of our adult relationships don't work. Because when you think about even, even I'll say grad school, but I'm going to take it even further, like elementary school, middle school, high school, some of us became friends out of convenience. It was like, Mm -hmm. okay, they a cool person. But when I'm seeing you every single day in several different classes, we in the same friend groups, when we finally do build that bond, we got time to sit on the phone all night till 2 a.m. Like over Mm -hmm. time, we're building that relationship, whereas we don't have as much time as adults. It's like, all right, I'm gonna see you at happy hour. And then maybe we'll schedule something two months out from now. So I think that the time piece is what makes it really, really hard. And going back to us trying to be intentional, you have to be intentional with those check-ins. So let's say if you all can't just a small text to say, hey, checking in, seeing how things are going or a phone call. I think there's a misconception as well that when you get on the phone, you got to be sitting on the phone all night going to sleep on the phone, whereas you could just have a 15-minute check-in and say, what's going on? What you doing? All right, I'll talk to you later. And I have a friend that's really good about that. I don't know if you listen to the episode with Josh. Josh is one of my friends that mm-hmm. we talk almost every day. And some of those conversations are long. Other times, he'll just call in and be like, what you doing? What's going on? This is what I did today. All right, I'll talk to you later. And it could be 10 minutes because he got <laughs> other stuff to do. <laughs> and so I appreciate But that. he's just making sure
1: that you know that he thought about you and that he cares. And he's like, I'm just checking in on you." Right, just cell. checking
0: in. And then as he tells the world, Heather don't be answering her calls. And Heather don't be uh, calling him as often. And that's true. Like, he, I think, has mastered that checking in that quick check-in with people and sometimes like if I just don't feel it even though I love these people and I actually for real for real wonder what they're doing I may not pick up Mm -hmm. the phone and call I'm gonna turn on Netflix or I'm gonna sit here and eat dinner and go to sleep whereas it doesn't have to be this long drawn-out thing that seems exhausting it can just be something quick to show that you care and that's one person that I can be like I, if I know nothing else I know bro care and bro gonna ask questions about yeah. what's going on yeah yeah so I don't know i you have to be more intentional that that's the key to it all intentionality and making sure that you're keeping up with what you can handle um because you need to know mm-hmm. your meters and stuff but making sure that you're connecting with the people that you feel like you have that genuine connection with, because if you don't, that genuine connection will always be genuine, but it'll start to fade. And so you won't be in that space anymore to, I guess, share like you normally would. Yeah. I can understand that completely. Yeah. It's rough
1: for me. It's very (laughs) rough to get to that vulnerability stage. Because, again, it goes back to me not trusting intentions. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like, I've been friends with some people for about five years right now Mm -hmm. that I met, like, at work and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we're cool. We're friendly. We can chit-chat about life and peer pressure relationships and things like that. But when I start to talk about my, like, life growing up and why I am the way I am I'm like no 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 she's not mm, that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-mm, nope but we can like anything that's happening right now in the moment like I went through a couple of breakups and I'm like this really happened and it really hurt and this is this, the other and I had a friend who was there for me that I hadn't known very long and she literally is the funniest person I know because she'll be like, Oh, well, forget him. <laughs> He's not in the family no more. <laughs> like, let's move on. Let's go get some drinks or something. Or she'll be like, That person wasn't the person for you. Let me just go ahead and block them, delete them off my Facebook too. Yeah. Like, but we haven't had that conversation where it's like, Oh, I grew up in a household that looked like mm-hmm. this and the pressures that were placed on me are these and Things like that. So it's just, I don't know how to get to that vulnerability stage with people. It takes a while.
0: It takes a while. And that's, that's okay. okay. Like you can continue those genuine hangouts and those real relaxed hangouts until you all get to that point. We don't have to set a timer on ourselves, which also is sometimes our issue. It's like, damn, we hung out five times. Why we ain't friends? <laughs> right. <laughs> like
1: I remember sitting in that hotel room in Jersey with you And I was like, Heather is really cool. Like, I was borderline getting vulnerable Mm -hmm. with you, Heather. I was like, okay, so this is what we're talking about. Can I take this even deeper? And I, I like, shied. I pulled myself back away from it. And I think that with you, since our connecting friend, I have such a strong relationship with him. Gary shout out to you since I had such a strong relationship with him and he speaks so highly of you it's like oh I already trust Heather I trust Heather and her intentions she's not gonna do anything to hurt me she's not out to get me so yes let me go ahead and do this but then I'm also like this is a lot (laughs) for one person to deal with real quick like like "Mm." Maybe we'll try later on in the year. We'll reconnect at another point and we'll
0: get deeper into these conversations. Yeah. No, we had some really good conversations. Mm-hmm. That was a really good trip, oh,
1: by the way. Shout out to Gary and Ty. Nice. We love y'all. <laughs> yes. Love y'all so much. I cannot believe it's almost been a year. I know like, These folks been married for 10 months. Like, what? How? <laughs> that flew by. But absolutely. That was a really good night or a good week mm-hmm. trip. I was like, oh, I wish we could stay here and continue talking, but it was also like, do you want to go out and hang out in New York, right. or do you want to sit
0: in this room? We're gonna go hang out, right? Which that was—it was just good vibes all around. And I always mm-hmm. say that that says a lot about the people if they can bring mm-hmm. together so many different people from different backgrounds and everybody just kick it and everybody on good vibes because there were a lot of people. Yeah in the wedding party and stuff that like we all knew of each other or we've seen each other here and there but Mm -hmm. weren't really cool friends and then connecting that night you would have thought that everybody had been kicking it tough for years absolutely yeah
1: absolutely because there were definitely some that I knew better
0: than others but everybody Mm -hmm. was just cool
1: and we really were and then we were all like looking out for each other like hey where's Stella's like uh we ain't all going to fit in this little Uber. So you need to come and get in this wow. one with us? Or
0: it was, yes, it was a good time. That was a good time. I just remember getting on that bus and I was like, I'm so glad Girl, I on with them. Us. Because everybody else, the ones planning the trip and the bus driver asked them where they going. Everybody turned around the and say, where are we going? Where are we supposed to get off? <laughs> Sir, just take them to Port Authority. Just drop us off. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm just like, we don't know where we're don't going. Don't know we're where we're just, just to getting get on. To Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> and that was crazy, too. Like, why are we sitting at this bus stop? Where are we headed? <laughs> where are so... we going? What is the plan? What's the move?
0: Nobody can answer that. We're just going into just the city. Just going into the city. Okay. We're going to go to a okay. random karaoke bar. We're going to walk down Times Square. <laughs> we're just going to do whatever. We had the best That was time a good at night. Karaoke bar. <laughs> That was such I a good. I was like, night.
1: this is my type of party. Karaoke, yes, a thousand oh times God.
0: yes. That was yeah. That was fun. That was really fun. It was, but no, yeah, we allowed ourselves to get vulnerable in that space and share some things. And I, I like what you said about the connection piece between us. Let you know that it was okay. So, like, had yeah. we not had that connecting piece of Gary, it may not have mm-hmm. been as awesome of a night in the room because we were mm-hmm. roommates for that event or, or for the trip and so it's like if you didn't know that I was cool people already we could have just been sitting there looking at each other like you ready okay let's go like no conversation Literally. at all. <laughs> right.
1: because i done those things like, it's
0: like listen we just rooming because it's cheaper like we not really in here mm-hmm. kicking it <laughs> right but for us it was completely different and that was so great like I really enjoyed
1: it I actually came back home and I was like I really need to talk to Heather more. That was so cool. And I think I might've ex- even said it to Brianna, be like, why didn't you tell me that Heather was <laughs> talking?
0: My girl, Burr, shout out to Bern.
1: I, <laughs> I remember asking her about you and she was like,
0: you mean Sally? Like, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell you where that originated from, but we both call each other Sally. It started somewhere in high like, school. I don't know what happened, but ever since then, it'd be like, "What's up, Sally?" And it just be so natural. And people be like Sally, and be like, "Oh, that's what we call each other." <laughs> like, it's me. I'm people. Cause I was like, "Wait a minute! I know both of y'all's full names." Like, no, nobody's Child. name is Sally
1: or close.
0: <laughs> and then I called Brianna Bird because in that same circle, because I met or I got close to Brianna mostly through volleyball, although we took geometry Mm -hmm. together. That's where we our first connection. But Brittany Miller was also on volleyball. Mm -hmm. So that was Brie to me. And Brianna was Burr. Okay. Yeah. And that kind of originated too. She had like a little cousin that couldn't say Brianna. And so they would say Bernana. And so (laughs) it stuck. So she has always been either Burr or Sally. And then Brittany has been Brie hmm yep yeah crazy yeah. it's crazy how we come up with nicknames for people <laughs> i know i look at some of these nicknames in my phone the way that people are saved in my phone tells me at what stage of life we met because i'd be looking mm-hmm. i'd be like moon who is moon oh snap that's steve what, what's going on <laughs> i'd be like oh my god if you got like a real classic nickname in my phone we definitely met either in middle school or high school <laughs>
1: And that's so crazy how those nicknames stick. Yep. But... It does. <clears throat> I have another question for you. Yes, ma'am. I know we should be nearing our end, but when you meet newer friends and you're trying to forge that newer relationship, do you have the same patience with new friends as you do with the old?
0: Oh, girl, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> and that's not fair now that I'm thinking about it. Because I think mm-hmm. now that we're in this space of adulthood and really nearing 30, you we have this mindset of we too old to have to deal with certain things. Mm-hmm. And so it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you've shown me one time that you ain't about it, you ain't real, then I can just cut mm-hmm. you off like that and be fine. Whereas as childhood, um, I think we less, we tolerated some things. And again, that might have been out of convenience because I'm going to see you all the time. Still, even if we don't fool with each other so I might as well keep you around but I'm struggling I'm thinking about it a part of me thinks that we should be forgiving because everyone is human and allow people that space to be human but then on another step is like when people show you who you are who they are you need to believe them Mm -hmm. and where do you
1: find that balance right because I think for me it starts with Oh, this is my friend. I know that her interests are pure. She's not doing this to hurt me. She has no idea what's happening. She doesn't realize that it hurt me. That's me in middle school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then in high school, it's like, oh, no, no, no. You did this on purpose. Cut off. Done. Mm-hmm. So I've had this like done with it personality since 2009 at the mm-hmm. early. Okay. So <laughs> now 10 years,
0: 11. Ooh. Years <laughs> later <laughs> <laughs> Reunion almost a year uh, I mean a year ago now I mean Shout out I'm to class the in 2009 Cause our reunion was hey. lit <laughs> So lit So
1: lit <laughs> But anyway Now in 2020 I'm just like No this has only gotten worse I don't want to understand why you did it I don't want to do this anymore mm-hmm. Like I'm just done And it's okay. We can be
0: cordial. We're just not going to be friends. But then that communication piece, like I think it's still important to have the conversation to see why people did it, depending on what happened. Um, And then Mm -hmm. just because you have that conversation and you come to an understanding and you forgive, still doesn't mean that you're supposed to be buddy-buddy with that person. Mm -hmm. And I'm still trying to think throughout myself. Like I want to say that I lean more on the end of if you cross me, And nobody really has crossed me, like, badly, I would say. But if you cross Mm -hmm. me to a point where I think that I can no longer be vulnerable with you, then I take our friendship or whatever you want to call it, our partnership, whatever – at surface level so it's like okay great mm-hmm. I know that this person is in the category of people that I can call up and go somewhere with going back to what's the difference between having yeah. people you can kick it with versus having friends so it's like I know that this is somebody that if I want somebody to go with me to something we can hang out we can have a good time we can have solid surface levels conversations but I'm not about to let this person into my world again because they have proved to me that they are not ready for that yeah and that's okay and that's okay that okay I think
1: you gotta that's meet okay. people you can only meet people where they are exactly and, that's it.
0: and everybody ain't supposed to be your friend like there are people who are in your life for a reason and that reason could just be to have a good time and you have to be accepting of that because i think that we all try to Well, not everybody, but a lot of us try Mm -hmm. to make people our friends and wonder why Mm -hmm. it's not working out when everybody's Mm -hmm. not supposed to have that much access to you. You, There's people at different levels and your circle is going to get smaller the older you get. We ain't got enough time to be kicking it and hanging out with everybody um, (laughs) and talking to everybody and getting to that deep, deep level with so many people. But yeah, it's, it's a shift for sure. Because I would consider myself to be so, so close to so many people in middle school and high school. And then to see that shift, and I wanted to address this too, because I know we've both been through this in different ways. How do you think that relocation changed the way that your relationships formed? So I know that you moved for undergrad, but then moved back to Memphis for grad school. How did that affect you? when I came back home for grad
1: school, it was like a totally different world. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have friends here because my friends that I made, I made them in Knoxville, and they were all over the country at this point. So it was like, okay, I'm in grad school, don't know anybody here, don't know what to do. I must say that my best friends that I've had since middle school, they did live here, but they were both doing totally different things. Like, there was no Hey, let's hang out. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. No, it was like, Hey guys, anybody available? No, I have work. No, I have school. No, I'm going with this person to do this. And mm-hmm. It was, it was very difficult. Okay. So with the friendships that I had already had, I became very dependent upon them and I wanted to leave every chance I got. And then I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I have to figure out what I can do here like there has to be something Mm -hmm. insert grad school friends we're all going through the exact same struggles and we're both or we're all going towards the same goal here so why not get together and work together and make this work for us the barriers I encountered in that were like these people really just don't mesh well with my personality like we're classroom friends but beyond being in this classroom we're not gonna be able to do much Mm -hmm. our interests don't align Their personalities don't mesh well, so what do you do? And then of course, whenever my, Hillary and Myesha, whenever I could get a hold of them, I was immediately like running full steam ahead. And I was devastated whenever they like had to cancel because I was like, I'm literally sitting here bored out of my brain. At that point, I think I did a lot of dating, too. (laughs) I Mm. had to. Because I was like, I am very... I'm so sorry for anyone that I dated in 2014 to 2016. (laughs) Because I knew exactly that I was just using you to not be bored by myself. (laughs) But with all that, I was just like, yeah, no. mm -mm. That's not fair. It wasn't until 2016. It was 2014. 2015, 16. I was in a serious relationship. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. So, that was difficult. Having friends elsewhere and you're being in this place and it's like you know that these are your ride or dies. You know these are your homies and you really have a hard time. What about you? Cuz you went to you went to Memphis, then yep. you went to Arkansas. Yep. Then you shot up to New York. <laughs> I did. And then moved and from Rochester imagine, to Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> I can't only imagine and I'm still salty that I missed that on your little um about me quiz because that I was, was like, a trick yes, question.
0: she got <laughs> what is just did you select Rochester? I sure did. Yes I was like
1: <laughs> she lives in Rochester. What do you mean? Like we just talked about this last year.
0: Girl, I was so ashamed when it said wrong. I was like oh. yeah I moved real <laughs> silently with this last move. I got mm-hmm. a new job in August of 2019. And it was crazy because I wasn't really job searching at all. Mm -hmm. And an opportunity just presented itself and I got it. So I made a real swift move um, to Buffalo, which is only like an hour, hour and a half away, depending on the side of the city that you're on. So I'm still Mm -hmm. pretty close. And I will, I still see some of those Rochester friends often. Some of them came up last month to come visit Mm -hmm. and we went to a plant shop and got some drinks. But, yeah, I was real quiet with that one. And part of that, this is off topic, but part of that, I think, is because I was trying to cope with the fact that I was moving from a job that I loved to another Mm -hmm. job that I also love. And so it was a little bit of a struggle. Like, I was conflicted for a long time. Like, I really don't think that I made an announcement about my new job on Facebook or social media, which that's not really me to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. I changed the job on Facebook but had it set to hidden so, like, it didn't do an announcement. <laughs> so, like, if we hadn't really chatted, you wouldn't even know I was mm-hmm. in Buffalo. And then also to know that I was in Cheek you wouldn't know unless we have really, really talked because that's just a suburb of Buffalo. So, only people who have mailed me something or we've talked about me being in that city would know. So, it was a trick question. I did a quiz online because I was bored the other day. And I sent it out to people and people took it and everybody had something to say about some of the answers on there. <laughs> I mean, I just
1: want to know who's going to get a 10 out of 10. Like I was just watching to see who was going to get there. My friend I like, okay, Steve you got a 10 that. out
0: of 10. <laughs> and that makes sense because he's. Is that Moon? no so moon isn't that's i just made that up so moon, uh-huh. <laughs> but steve's nickname is food though but that's not the nickname that i gave him that's one from his family but yeah okay. so steve is one, that's so funny i said moon that was just something i made up but steve is one of the people that i talk to every single day and i would expect mm-hmm. to know like a lot i wouldn't expect him to get a 10 out of 10 but after mm-hmm. the fact i was like it makes sense because he sit yeah. here and listen to me ramble and be like, are you done? Okay, I'm getting off the phone. I'm tired. <laughs> that yeah. was me and Gary at a point. <laughs> um.
1: Gary would just let me go on and on and on. He's like playing video games, eating, doing everything else under the sun. And he was like,
0: okay, well, uh,
1: thanks for chatting.
0: <laughs> I need to call the main up. I haven't talked to him on, in a little minute on the phone. I need to hit him Well, up. you
1: know what? It had been a while before, maybe two weeks ago. It had been a while. So. Yeah. But he's available, girl. I'm pretty sure he's locked in the house.
0: Like All locked see. in the house. <laughs> I'm about to put up um, a, a Facebook or a FaceTime schedule on the internet. Everybody just sign up for your slot. You can have one. <laughs> right. I cannot tell you how close. Oh, my goodness.
1: Relatable. So I cannot tell you how close I've gotten with some of my friends just in this past week of social distancing, Mm -hmm. because it's like, I have gone to happy hour, I think four (laughs) out of the seven days, it's been like We're all getting together on FaceTime for happy hour. We're all getting together on FaceTime to learn how to do one of these
0: TikTok dances. Yes. dance With (laughs) With Danielle, if you listening, we waiting. Morgan, too. We waiting on our rehearsal. We are waiting. But,
1: like, I had my friend group here. They were like, okay, so we're going to have rehearsal. And I called up everybody on the, you know, the group FaceTime and they were like oh i'm in the bed what we scheduled rehearsal
0: (laughs) so you better put some sweatpants on and get up out of the bed
1: right but it's been fun it's been hilarious somebody on twitter called it this so i'm not gonna take credit doing junior varsity cheerleading Uh, (laughs) i was like that's exactly what it is it's jv cheer because it's (laughs) like you up here like Okay, so it's right arm, left arm, right arm, left arm. Child. Like we're going from a straight to a high V to a low V. This is a lot. So I might be and on you the trying to team. It out. Girl, we're not even on the team. Like we're not going to make it past <laughs> clinic. Y'all, the <laughs> ones who just uh
0: had the pom poms on the side.
1: That's us. That's us. We just wave them and kick. Wave them and Child. kick. Sure <laughs> the team on. I'm weak. But it's been like, Since social distancing has taken place the friends that I have have gotten closer Mm -hmm. and even talking to people I have a couple of people that I just talk to on social media like no matter what's going on we're going to connect in whatever they post yeah there's this girl I went to I was cool with in a high school middle school and it's just like we don't talk at all but on social media we're getting close
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: throughout this social distancing which I Reiterate has only been going on a week. <laughs> We've been like, okay, let's exchange numbers, let's chit chat outside of Instagram. Like, let's, do this. let's do that. So, I'm
0: proud of still, you.
1: Thank you. I'm trying,
0: yeah. but it's
1: also like I don't really know what's gonna happen after social distancing is over. Like, are we go actually hang out or we just go talk about it? Still,
0: like you're gonna be intentional and you all are gonna make those connections. And then also understand that some friends can be really good close friends, but y'all may Mm -hmm. not talk as often. I got a couple that I consider to be like some of my best friends and we go Mm -hmm. months without talking, like no text message, no social media, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And then they'd be like, what you doing? And then it's like we never left. So there's there's levels to it all so that. just stay intentional I'm going to go back and answer what the original question was because I sidetracked this but you asked me oh. uh, about going or moving and relocating mm-hmm. and making friends and stuff and I'm going to tell you this you hit the nail on the effing head when you was talking about having your friend group in your circle elsewhere and you constantly wanting to leave because when mm-hmm. I moved to Fayetteville Arkansas which is about five and a half hours from Memphis I was going home, if not every weekend, every other weekend for a lot of that first year. And then I mentioned Mm -hmm. this to one of my other friends that a lot of people that I went to undergrad with that I was close to, they were still in undergrad at that point. Some of them Mm -hmm. either were younger or they just were doing five years or six year programs or things like that. And I was seeing them have all this fun back in Memphis. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. dang, like my people kicking it. And I think it was even harder for me sometimes because my entire friend group was all in Memphis. So like I had lived in Memphis since I was born. Until I Mm -hmm. was, what, 22. And so it's like my church group was there. My elementary school, middle school friends were there. And I went to Germantown K through 12. So a lot of those people I've known for years and then Mm -hmm. went to college, met new people. They were still, for the most part at that time, still in Memphis. And so I just felt like this outlier. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't allow myself, I don't think, to get as close as I could have to some of the people in Fayetteville Arkansas because I was still longing for what I had previously and I Mm -hmm. won't even say had previously because those relationships are still very real even when you're not there with them but just in the moment it felt like I was being left behind um, in a lot of ways and so I didn't allow myself to get as close to the people in Fayetteville some of them and then I think that I noticed that the second year I tried to be more intentional and I was able to build some of those lasting relationships with some of the people that were there. But for a long time, those people were just people that I could kick it with. Like I knew in order for me not to be bored, I could go and join the kickball team that our grad program was having, or I could go to the weekly happy hour that we did. I didn't consider these folks to be my people, but it was people to hang out with. So I just went Mm -hmm. in my room and then I know that I couldn't have been successful in Rochester, being so far away from Memphis, had I not had that move to Fayetteville, Arkansas, that was only five and a hour, five and a half hours away. Um, because mm-hmm. in Rochester, like, ain't nobody got money to be going home every single week? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> and and I for sure am not driving no eighteen, twenty hours, however long it takes to get to Memphis. Girl, That's what I be The doing. whole weekend. Exactly. And so I think I still go home more than a lot of people who live up this way or friends that live a a long ways away from home. Like I'm still going home pretty often. I'm catching the weddings of friends. I'm going to those special moments, but I wouldn't have been prepared to live in Rochester had I not been prepared uh, or had not had the opportunity to live in Arkansas and really, you know, figure me out and figure out what I want from life but it was tough it was really tough I and you. there's a saying that says like you never really know how much mess you got going on until you have to be alone and that's the period mm-hmm. that I went through because I started thinking I'm like dang it's some stuff that's really wrong with me I ain't never really realized it because I always had people around
1: <laughs> right so when you <laughs> spend that time with yourself you get to discover things that you've either been running from exactly. or that you never even knew were buried in there
0: exactly yep. that's it right there oh you don't have to tell me i've been there and i've lived it <laughs> <laughs> child and some days i'm still living it but we're making strides we got to be 30 out in here i'm claiming 30 to be our best decades because i don't know what the 20s was doing it was doing a lot <laughs>
1: There's a lot so, of growing self-discovery. Right. They were pretty good in their own right. But these 30s, they gotta go ahead and turn it up a night. Nice hey, life. I'm
0: ready to be in my prime <laughs> for real, for real. Because the 20s is not what I expected. I'll say, I'll say this. 25 and up was not what I expected it to be. Before really? that, I was kicking it pretty, pretty all right. But child 25 mm-hmm. took a turn for the worst. And I was like, what is going on? Uh uh-huh that is 25 to 29 it's been working nine to five just to stay alive (laughs) hello literally (laughs) to stay alive and give everything i earn away to the man (laughs) literally and it's just like friends where times right what time none but i as much as i hate what's going on in the world with COVID 19 i am excited to have a little time to just get me together This is year 29, and I'm trying to step into 30 like something magical. And so Mm -hmm. this is giving me a little time to do my work because I'm still working from home between 830 and 430. But I'm unpacking all the boxes that I haven't finished unpacking in my new apartment. And I'm trying to, like, write out some goals for the year. So hopefully Mm -hmm. I can use this little period of being in the house to actually progress what I'm trying to do throughout 2020.
1: Yeah. that's a really smart and wise thing to do in this
0: yeah, we're going to try <laughs> so I know we've been on here a long time I am going to end us with some tips that I saw in Oprah magazine it's here's okay, how Oprah. to make right here's how to make new friends as an adult now it wasn't written by her it was actually written by another, another author which is Michelle Derisaw I believe is how you pronounce her last name Mm-hmm. The tips that she gave for us making a friends in adulthood. So she said to download the friend finding app. Hey, Vina, I believe is how you say that. Now, I've never heard of this one, but she said it's similar mm. to like a Tinder, but for friends. And so I would assume it's kind of like the bumble part of the app where you can make friends and you can do networking. But according to her, it's a really cool app that you can swipe left and swipe right to make connections and have a virtual hello with potential friends. So I might check it out. I probably won't. Not not at least in the near future, but we should check it out. Um, then she also, she also said you should do some of the meetup groups, which she mentioned specifically the app that I mentioned earlier in the conversation, meetup, a great way to find people that have common interests and you all can physically meet up or virtually meet up in these times that we're going through and kind of just talk through your interests or do things that you find interesting. So hopefully those relationships will form. Um. also take adult classes which I think is really cool I've done some of those now with some people that I know from Rochester we did a cake making class my cake was terrible it, listen uh-huh. my cake was terrible I sat up there and mixed every single color together and that thing had a terrible aftertaste and it was olive green I bet it was olive Ooh. green <laughs> I said, why am I up here mixing all these colors together like that? But it had a terrible aftertaste. I forgot in that moment. But yeah, like some of those things like that, I don't know um, what Memphis has, and I'm sure they got some similar, but in Rochester, and I need to figure out what we got in Buffalo, but in Rochester, they have this place called Rochester Brainery, and that's all they do Mm -hmm. is do like different classes. So, I've signed up to make make your own succulent, uh, make a macrame, do the um... I don't know coloring sheets just all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. another opportunity to do something that you enjoy and meet other people who enjoy the same thing she said to also find a local book club or visit the library go to some of their events and meet new people and then for those who have pets take your dog for a walk at a nearby park you can meet other dog owners or pet owners. For me, I got a cat. So this one don't really I like, like probably not going. <laughs> she don't really like leashes. Life. So she's not going outside. But there have been times where I've been in a store in a pet aisle and I'm buying something for the cat. And I see another person and I'm like, hey, have you ever tried this for your cat? Like, what's your thoughts mm-hmm. on it? And like, we haven't exchanged information to go further. But that's just a good opportunity to start conversation. And then lastly, the suggestion is to use social media to your advantage. So I think all of us have some kind of friends on social media that we interact with and engage with their posts, but we don't really know them. And so we can be intentional about connecting with those people, searching hashtags that have things to do with common interests and all of that. And just connecting, be vulnerable, being ourselves and making the connections real. Do you have anything to add to the list?
1: I think that was a really awesome list to be completely honest with you. The only thing I would say is take advantage of the friends that you already have. Mm -hmm. So it's like how you meet a person through a person. I think that that's pretty dope too because that's how you and I got here. Yes.
0: Oh, very good point. Very good point. Trust the intuition of your friends as well. If they telling you somebody is good Mm -hmm. people, then at least try it out. That's, that's it, wouldn't a, hurt. Right, it wouldn't hurt the worst thing that happened is that y'all don't become friends and y'all do not continue to hang out
1: exactly and it, you meet each other again through your mutual friend and you're like oh hey right. no hard feelings right whatever
0: staying cordial but knowing that we not really in it to be you know close friends and that's okay
1: that's it that's okay yeah. that's a really great list so I actually looked up those um, apps, and I'm like, okay, let me see. Yeah,
0: Bumble. Let me see. Let me see. We might have to try out this Hey Vina one and see what they're talking about because I've never heard of that one. And I got the little girl. The
1: tagline says, "Hey Vina is Tinder for girlfriends," and it's like "girl" in parentheses.
0: So pretty excited to see what this one's going to be about we might have to try it i got bumble right now maybe i'll click over to the friends portion of it i signed up for it the other day because i was bored i ain't never done Mm -hmm. a day nap before but i got one right now and we'll see what we'll see what comes let's talk about that (laughs) offline and we absolutely (laughs) can because i got two of the apps and i'm ready to delete them already but here we are (laughs) Well, is there anything that you want
1: to leave with us today? Um, actually, I have a quote. A friend is someone that that gives you total control. Or excuse me. A friend is someone who gives you total freedom to be your full self. So remember to always bring your full self to these relationships that you are trying to build up. I love it. You don't, the worst the worst that could happen. Is you follow, uh, you get a friend and they fail
0: for a version of you, and you start
1: changing up and everything falls apart. Man. Mm-hmm.
0: And faking is exhausting. Oh, that was good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I <laughs> you have to send me that so I can put that in the description <laughs> so people can take that away. Okay. And remember, you ain't even got to write get it down. We're going to put it, it in the description. <laughs> Ciao. well perfect timing because we're about to get off of here (laughs) but thank you so much and this will not be the last time because literally all I do is just sit up here and talk on these so you are more than welcome to come back and we gonna make an intentional effort to hang out next time I'm in Memphis and also keep our own personal conversation flowing (laughs) Shout out to my girl, Katia, for being an amazing guest on today's show. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I hope that all of the listeners got something from the podcast and saw that we were really just coming as our genuine, authentic selves. Also, Katya and I are going to be more intentional about having conversations together outside of this platform because this was dope. So earlier today on my IG, I actually posed a question to my friends and my followers on IG that was related to the podcast. I just asked a simple, is it difficult or hard to build relationships as an adult? And these were the responses that I'd like to share. So response number one. It's hard because people are in relationships or working or both. Number two, no, but I think it's because I currently reside in my hometown. Number three, yes, because we never really have time to hang out as adults. So we forget about each other. Number four, it's hard because people don't seem to like me. Number five, everyone's clicked up and in a groove People have their ride or dies and aren't taking BFF applications. And then the final one that I'm going to share tonight, number six, is yes, proximity and free time are key to connections as a kid and adults just don't have that. Thank you to everyone for sharing. This has been What's the Move H-Matic. This is your girl h Mac, and we're done for tonight.